You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Actors Connection, a professional development home for actors at all levels of their careers. You can check out their website at actorsconnection.com to register for a free seminar, learn more about their self-tape services, or sign up for a completely free one-on-one program consultation. And since Actors Connection is a big fan of the Ensemblist, thanks so much, uh, they have given us an exclusive discount code for our listeners. You can use this code Ensemble15 for checkout for 15% off of your next purchase for a class or an intensive. You're listening to Fosse and Verdon from the Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. This month, FX launched a new limited television series, Fosse Verdon, based on the 2013 biography by Sam Wesson, with a focus on his marriage and collaboration with Gwen Verdon. Now, there isn't a theater choreographer more associated with their own unique style than Bob Fosse, and much of that work was created with and fueled by his relationship with Verdon. So this spring, the ensemblist is speaking to some of the artists with Broadway cred who helped make the series possible. Who's got the pain when they do the mumbo? Who's got the pain when they go, er? Who's got the pain when they do the mumbo? I don't know who. Do you? Who needs a pain? The second episode of the television miniseries focuses on the creation of Damn Yankees, from rehearsals in New York to its out-of-town tryout in New Haven, Connecticut. We get to see real dancers like Evan Kasperzak, Darian Crago, Afra Hines, Amanda Lamott, and Kyle Brown in a rehearsal studio alongside Michelle Williams as Verdon. Now, much of the episode centers on Fosse's challenge to keep his own unique style of choreography present while the show is being shaped and cut prior to landing on Broadway. In the episode, Fosse inserts a Mambo-inspired dance duet called Who's Got the Pain into the show to showcase Verdon and a dancer named Eddie Phillips, played by this week's guest, Ryan Vandenboom. A veteran of Broadway's bandstand, Ryan has performed on screen before as a sailor in the Channing Tatum-led film Hail Caesar, choreographed by Christopher Gatelli. In Fosse Verdon, he has one of the series' largest dance features, and here's our conversation about it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you um, tell us your name and what you did on Fosse Verdon. Yes. Uh, my name is Ryan Vandenboom, and uh, I appeared in the second episode of Fosse Verdon. Uh, the episode uh, was called Who's Got the Pain? And I was lucky enough to be the ensemble member, Eddie, who appeared in Who's Got the Pain? With Gwen Verdon in what would have been the out-of-town tryout of Damn Yankees. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your relationship to Fosse or Fosse's style of movement prior to working on the show? So, oddly enough, actually, one of my very first regional theater gigs was doing Damn Yankees at this theater called the Mac Hayden Theater. And uh, I had worked there the summer previously, and they brought me back as an actor, but they also... Um, allowed me to choreograph this production of Damn Yankees. So that was more or less my introduction to Fosse. I'd actually seen the show Fosse on Broadway. I can't tell you exactly which of the two musicals was my, was my first Broadway show, but it was either 42nd Street or Fosse. Um, I do know that I saw both those shows my first trip to New York City. And so admittedly, when I saw that production, I really didn't know who Fosse was. And therefore, it didn't quite have the impact that it probably would have had had I seen it, you know, later on in life. The movement certainly did stay with me. And when I got this opportunity to choreograph this production of Damn Yankees, um, I knew sort of the gravity of that material. Fosse and and Gwen Verdon, as we're learning uh, through this show, had huge influence in the way that we uh, consume theater and the way that theater is, especially through dance, uh, produced on stage. And so when I was tackling the show, I did a lot of research and a lot of watching his material and, and sort of immersed myself. And in fact, I think anybody who choreographs the show Damn Yankees, everything makes a lot of sense until you get to who's got the pain. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, what am I doing with this? What is my take on it? And um, admittedly, it may be a cop out, but uh, I was excited about really just reviving the original choreography. And so that, that's what I did. Ah. Uh, and I performed in it. So like I said, I was I was cast in the season at this summer stock. And so I ripped the original choreography. And so it's it's really fascinating that this number has come back around in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this time, you know, getting to share it on, on television. Okay, so you've worked with Andy Blankenbuehler before. You worked on Bandstand and Hamilton. How did yep. this opportunity to be on the show come about for you? Yeah, so the audition process actually was really thrilling. Anytime these dance gigs come around, you see all the dancers come out of the woodwork. That's that's how it went down. It started with the initial dance call, um, and it was just a long day of dancing. And you see all these dancers you've admired from afar. They might be your friends, or they might be people that you've never met before but have always wanted to. And you get to see them work it out for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so, I actually, I remember, I think in my group, it was like Tyler Haynes and Ricky Ubeda and Reed Luplau. And, and I was like, Wow, this group, <laughs> this is something. And so, yeah, we we uh, we did this number uh, that I think is going to be appearing later on in the season. 
that was like our audition material to Andy. It was something that Andy had choreographed, actually. And then we also did a little bit of Who's Got the Pain. Uh, Morgan Marcel uh, taught the the combo and Dana Moore. Dana, who is part of the Verdon Fosse legacy, That's right? correct, That's yeah. Awesome. In fact, um, she helped set the number for us when we were rehearsing uh, to film it. She's kind of, she was like the who's got the pain guru. She had actually learned the number from Fosse, I believe, um, had a, a, a long time relationship with the number. And so she had a lot, a lot of uh, great information. Okay. So when you got cast on the show, did you know you'd be doing this episode, this number, be in the Damien Keys company, basically? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So the way, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, uh, the way it kind of went down, they they had told me that I would be doing Who's Got the Pain. So I knew that. They didn't really, I, I found out later that, you know, I had this character whose name is Eddie, who's like kind of messing up the number, so to speak. If you if you haven't seen the episode, um, they're trying to figure out this dance number in Damn Yankees. And, and Fosse is becoming really frustrated uh, because whatever number they had had prior wasn't working. And so they go back to uh, the drawing board and they come up with, Who's got the pain? And so, uh, yeah, so I got brought on to play Eddie, uh, dancing with uh, Michelle as Gwen. And then, uh, in addition, uh, I'm a part of the Damn uh, Damn Yankees Ensemble. We do uh, Two Lost Souls. Right. So that's the number you do in the studio. That's correct. Is that a real studio? Is that like a studio in Midtown or something? No, actually. So they built the studio um, in a soundstage, and they they built it based on the old Gibney Studios, which is kind of, I believe it's- uh, Is that 890? 890. Yeah, Yeah, 890 Broadway. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the place where a lot of the Broadway shows were rehearsing at that time. And so they they sort of patterned it off, off of those studios. Okay. And how much rehearsal did you do before getting to set? As you can imagine, um, Sam Rockwell and Michelle, they, they were really busy. Uh, (laughs) they had a lot of scenes and a lot of dances to rehearse. And so we started, uh, a whole month before we were going to be on set at all. I filmed the number with Michelle right before Thanksgiving. And I believe that we rehearsed Oh my gosh, you've been sitting on this for a while. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so episode two um, wrapped probably right before Christmas. And, uh, but we had started rehearsals the beginning of October. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like two weeks, I mean, 10 to six, 10 to one, like how how much time really are you really getting with this? Michelle's schedule was very specific. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And so it was more about finding pockets of time where she was available. And so I was sort of... um, um, kind of beholden to that schedule, mm-hmm. not a big deal to me. So we, we rehearse uh, probably like three hours, three to four hours a day, not not usually much longer than that because she usually had somewhere else to be. And did you do that in Midtown, or was that up at the yeah. studios? What did we do? No, we um we rehearsed mostly at like Ripley Greer. <sighs> I'm obsessed. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. We put it on the shelf, and you know, in the meantime, I think Michelle was doing you know some more rehearsing and filming. Put it on the shelf, came back, revisited the number, and did some polishing and really figured out the shots we wanted to grab. And who is in the room between, is it Andy, is it Dana, is it Susie Meisner, is it Morgan? Who's who's there? So at this particular point in the process, Morgan and Dana and then Marianne Lamb. You know, Andy, uh, being the taskmaster that he <laughs> is, like he knew the shots that he wanted to grab. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was fun to see in the episode the ones that they ended up choosing. Um, and you can see why he chose the ones. There's a lot of like really big dynamic moves and, you know, a lot of the the facial expressions, of course, as well. And so, uh, yeah, they, they got some really great stuff, I thought. What are some things that you learned from Dana and Marianne about this oh. number that you had experience with, but not 
at this personal level. No, no, not at all. I mean, whatever information I'd had prior to that was just whatever I had seen Mm -hmm. on YouTube or watching the film. To get the information from them, it's really, really amazing. I mean, they they have, there's such a wealth of knowledge and, and you can, you can tell that they've sat with this material for a long time and they've thought about it a long time. And, and when, when Bob was teaching this stuff or, or when he was sharing his thoughts, he had a lot of opinions behind every move. It wasn't just movement for movement's sake. And so when we're going through, um, Dana and Marianne, they, they had like a lot of very specific things in terms of, you know, where your focus is. And a lot of it, uh, a lot of the feedback I was getting was keeping that fire in the, in, in the belly. So, cause you know, who's got the pain, the movement is, is not very big, you know, it's pretty self-contained, but there's a lot happening underneath. We wore um, belts often in rehearsal because that was something to kind of get you engaged with the way your hips are moving. Hmm. And um, that was actually something that, uh, that Fosse had kind of uh, passed down. And that was something that Dana was really, really adamant about, that like feeling of having the belt across your waist and really being able to feel um, so sort of that fire under your belly as you're, as you're doing this movement. Um, the, other, the other really kind of difficult uh, part in the number are these like calypso jumps it's almost like you're running in place on like a track like a like a gazelle and they're they're really difficult and so it's it's like takes a lot of of trial and error in terms of getting that right and having someone watching you do it and break down every single movement that you're doing did you record the vocals yeah oh yeah i did that's great oh my gosh that was a whole other thing i mean because you never know in film you never know in film and in fact um I've been in position of both where it's it's uh, you're the dancer or you're the actor and it is your voice or it isn't your voice. And so in this particular case, it is my voice. And so I was in the studio with uh, Alex Lacamoire. And I got to say, you know, I've had the privilege of dancing in, you know, many different medias and, and, and venues. And, and it's always an honor. But to be in a recording studio with Alex Lacamoire, I was I was pinching myself a little bit because that's just not a uh, an arena that I had like been in before um, as a soloist, you know, and and so yeah, to be on the track uh, with Michelle uh, is is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And are the costumes? It, are those the same costumes? Or are they built off of the costumes from the original production? From what I understand, they are like a as probably as close as they could get. I, I've seen some photographs of Gwen and Eddie from that time. And of course, we have the the film to sort of go off, and and it's not very much different than that. Um, so I want to say that they try to stay about as true to that original concept as as possible. Okay, so you film. Who's got the pain? How many days? One day. Fuck man. One day. One day. <laughs> so I was there. The Who's got the pain segment. I, I guess this is how I went down. I went. I was on set one day, and we just filmed like the red carpet moment. It's like a blip in the episode, but I'm in like a tux and there's paparazzi. They're looking at Gwen, but I'm in the back. (laughs) And then I come in the next day, bright and early. I think my call time was like 630. Good morning. And I was there until 10 p.m. And I was on my feet probably from 2 until 10 dancing. From 2 until 10. Yeah. Yeah. It It was a crazy day. Was um, that on a soundstage as well? That was actually at a theater. I think it's called the St. George's Theater uh, on Staten Island. Okay. Yeah. So real theater with a real audience. 
yes, there are extras there sure. that yeah. they kind of strategically placed to seem like a real audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are, but are you talking like five extras? Are you talking about 50 extras? Probably like 30, 20 hmm. to 30 extras, okay. yeah. And are you running the number full, th- full all the way through? Are you running? No. We had like specific pockets that we knew we wanted to grab run number two of running it all the way through i ripped my pants full (laughs) full up the back and they were like "Ooh, this is not good obviously and so they pull me to the side uh into the wing and they're like all right we have time to run this like one more time and so they like taped my pants shut and I went out there and gave an extra performance for <laughs> the uh, for the extras who were out in the audience, uh, because obviously that tape you know didn't hold one kick, and uh, we had all the pieces out for everyone to see. What's like a moment that sticks with you? Just Ooh. it sounds like a great experience, but just something that you weren't expecting. So when you get to work on you know a piece from the past, you have this moment when you're. When you're on set and you're surrounded by all the scenery that is of a certain time period, the people around you are dressed in that time period, and there's a moment, and for me, this is like um, pretty, pretty monumental, where you're like, this is what Gene Kelly felt like when he was on <laughs> set for Singing in the Rain, or, or what Fred Astaire felt like when he was filming Top Hat. You had this moment where you feel like a song and dance movie star that struck me doing this process especially when we were filming who's got the pain because it was me standing next to a literal movie star (laughs) and uh you know getting to do what i love and what i've been doing my whole life and so to get this opportunity to do it in this venue was was really amazing was really really amazing and 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 like i said uh, to be transported to this other time period this time period that sometimes I feel like I was supposed to be there was really, really amazing. And I think only like film and television can can recreate that for you. You know, on, on the stage, you still have the audience in front of you and, and you really everyone is kind of has this um, um, suspension of disbelief. But in film, everything is very real. You know, you're trying to really cr- distill it to something very real. And so having your surroundings kind of be in in that way and 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 reflecting that time period that was uh really really thrilling really thrilling special thanks to ryan vandenboom for sharing his stories with us this week you can learn more about him and how to connect with him online by visiting our website theensemblist.com and the ensemblist was produced today by me mo brady You can help others find out about The Ensemblist and this limited podcast series by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at theensemblist.com. And follow us on Instagram. We've got lots of stuff there. You can see stuff from our website, announcements of people going into shows. It's a lot of fun. So check us out there, too. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.